officially live. Now waiting for everyone to join us. But goddamn, everything smells so delicious in this kitchen, baby. <laughs> Hello, guys. Come on in. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, Ashley. Hello, Jackie, Christy, Tanya, Kate, Rob Fig, Patty, Clara G, Nicole, all of you guys coming in. Look at us go. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome. I'm here for the tea, so wondering about the truth about Ashton. Right, I am here for it as well, actually. Hello, Ash. We're just waiting for Landon to come in. Sadly, I don't think Catherine will be joining us today. She is sick, sick, sick. It is running through us all, even though we're so far away from each other. We're all just getting sick. <clears throat> Waves hello from work. Oh, hello, Ash. I set my alarm. Hey, Liz. Hey, Lisa. There's Landon. He is just logging in. He's also on dinner duty, so he's going to be doubling down today. As if I ever do dinner duty. I was literally about to say, as that's always what I'm doing. That's always my duty. <clears throat> I was saying that's always my duty. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Megan. Did you hear, did you see our nutty president is about to be impeached? Oh, Lord. I hate cooking. I'm the queen of takeout. Yeah, we usually get takeout sometimes. Why don't you turn turn yours up and see if that's it. Test, test, test. Can you guys hear me? Landon's just checking his connection here. Okay, let me try. Let me try land it. We're going to do something. Hold on. Can you guys hear me now? Oh. Okay, well, she they can hear me, so that's good. As long as they can hear me, that's all that matters. Now we're going to see if we can hear Landon. <clears throat> we're just going to have to get one of these things again here. <laughs> Hello? I can hear you now. Perfect. <clears throat> Alrighty. So Landon can't hear me, but that's okay. I can hear you now. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, perfect. We're here. We got our internet back up and running. 
We are good to go. We shouldn't have any issues today. We got new phones, so we shouldn't have any uh, audio interference from Landon's voice too loud, mine too low. So everything should be good on that side of things too. So those of you watching and listening later on. I had to close out and then reboot the live. But you know what? It happens. <clears throat> All righty. So Landon's going to keep an eye on these comments because, unfortunately, my iPad is just not working at the moment for, with the Internet we have. So I have to uh, go off of this, uh, my documents here, for reference so I won't be able to see what you guys are writing. Um, okay, a couple of updates before we begin. So I don't know if you guys have checked it out or not, but we just recently put up all, and when I say all, I mean all of the episodes for our, um, what do you call it, our podcast uh, for Spooky Time. And uh, we're going to be covering a couple of crazy, crazy stories, and I'm so excited to get to do this um, in case you guys haven't had a chance to look it up. I wanted to announce it here as well. So um, first episode we'll be covering will be the Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, now that one's going to take us a while uh, to do because there's a lot involved. So we're going to try to do as much as we can for the first episode, but we really want to take our time with this and investigate every single detail. Uh, the next episode is going to be the Dardeen Family Massacre. Oh my goodness. When we heard the details about this case, we couldn't even fathom. But right away, we both were like in sync when it came to what we feel happened here. So I'm excited to talk about that one. <clears throat> the Circleville Letters is one of those things that it's like not necessarily a murder case. There's a couple of situations that took place, but a very bizarre, twisted neighborhood, I guess you'll call it. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Um, Summerton Beach. Bar. Well, there is like in the, the letters, like they out people who have done bad things, oh, yeah. which include murder. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we're going to be doing the Summerton Beach Body. Oh, my goodness. That one's going to be a wild one, too. Um, I had no idea if I was going to be able to channel. But luckily, we had a picture of the body, even if it's post-mortem. We still got one. So, fingers crossed, we can uh, get down to the nitty-gritty. And then the last, but definitely not least, this episode will be dropped on Halloween. By the way, guys, October has a Friday the 13th. Hello. <laughs> Extra spooky month for us. Um, anyways, the last exorcist, Annalise, uh, Michael, uh, this, like, holy hell. So Eileen has been trying to convince me to communicate with her. She promised that there would be no demonic energy attached to her. And it would be interesting to see what an exorcist victim has gone through. So I'm really excited to kind of get this new perspective. She says it's not for the faint of heart. A lot of people might have a hard time listening to this one. I totally understand, but that's why it's an exclusive episode versus the regular side one way or another. <clears throat> Alrighty. Unfortunately, so we both work on Fridays and I usually work pretty late on Fridays. So 
we will not be able to do a live edition on Friday the 13th, sadly. That would be so cool if we were able to. Maybe we'll come and do like a live if Landon has it off. If not, we'll probably do something around that time. But that would be a good idea if we could. That's awesome, Danielle. Her son is having his golden birthday on October, so he'll be 13 on the 13th. Oh, that's awesome. Hopefully he's having a spooky birthday party, like a Jason Friday the 13th type of party. That would be dope. <laughs> yeah, it would. All righty. So first subject we're going to be talking about today is Ruby Frank. Oh my God, guys. Like, I, I don't know if any of you guys have been following this. I kind of accidentally came across it on a TikTok and I was totally intrigued to see what in the hell had happened. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. So for those of you who have been not necessarily paying attention to this case, I wanted to talk about it here quickly. I'm not going to talk about everything, but just a few random things. Basically, Ruby Frank is a Mormon woman who has, I think it's six kids. Yeah, six kids. She has a husband. She also has like a friend, a best friend named Jody. Um, anyways, and she used to have a YouTube channel, which was called Eight Passengers. And she had a very bizarre method of like punishing her children. She would take their beds from them. And she would uh, go tell them that food was going to be taken away from them if they did not eat. Sorry, if they if they didn't do all their chores prior. And they didn't really show a lot of like the punishments on the channel, but they would talk about them here and there. Anyways, she is currently facing a six counts six counts of aggra aggravated child abuse after her. Uh, son, her son escaped, he's only 12 years old, his name is Russell, escaped through a window of her business partner Jody's home and asked a neighbor to call the police. Now, this woman, Jody, is also facing six counts of aggravated child abuse as well. Um, this Basically, he had climbed up the window and ran to a neighbor for help. And according to probable cause affidavit, um, the boy had wounds. He was in an, it, like, he was just basically completely dehydrated and he was just not in a good position. Uh, he had tape around his hands and his, and his legs. And you could see that this kid was malnourished and hungry. Ruby and her uh, friend, sorry, Kevin Frank. So that's also... Frank is the, sorry, Kevin is the husband, and they also had a 10-year-old daughter who was also found later on in the similar condition. If it was not for this kid escaping this basement, who knows what the hell would have happened to these children, honestly. It's so bad. Uh, Missy, uh, there a lot of her followers actually have called CPS and stuff like that on her uh, because they do not agree with how she is. Sadly, though, with like CPS or any sort of child protective services in any way, they if, they if they go in the home and they see that it's clean and they see that there's food in the fridge and kids got nice clothes and they got a bedroom, like they're just going to go on to the next case. Uh, 
and well, they don't really pay attention to it too much until obviously that her daughter spoke out and all the other well, stuff that's there happened. Was more, so there's more involved. So CPS was quietly investigating her over the last year. I mean, I don't know how they missed this part of it, but apparently that's been the case. Now, the neighbor then contacted the police, and you can hear his, like, genuine, sincere concerns for this kid. And obviously, this kid didn't give him the full details while he was on the police, while he was on the call with the police. But, um, yeah, basically, this is the first part of it. Now, the second part of it here is obviously this 41-year-old momfluencer, which I don't even want to call her that. Um, I don't think she's considered a mom. She's like just somebody who births children. Um, Apparently was sobbing so hysterically and in horrific detail went on about said child, Russell, that he abused other children. Now, (laughs) Ruby did not mention the name at the time, um, but obviously we can come forward and now know those details has been released and um, basically saying that he was looking at adult films and he was only looking at it. He was looking at adult films when he was only three years old. She added that one of the younger kids, which I'm going to assume is the daughter as well. I cannot remember her name for the life of me right now. um, Also started abusing other children as an accomplice And Ruby said the child who committed these sexual abuse allegations confessed to their actions in May of 2023. However, she didn't really provide any evidence to support her accusations. Internet slammed her for trying to pin the blame on her actions on her children. And I agree. I agree with that completely. I mean, when you're going at, like, this mother, like, I don't understand what the point of that whole statement was, because your children, if you're saying that the child started doing this at three, you're responsible. You're responsible for what your children are doing. They're three years old. They don't know what they're clicking on. You should be putting parental controls on the electronics and stuff, whether it be the TV, iPads, phones, whatever. You should be monitoring what your child's watching. And why would you allow them to keep watching that? Like, if you knew this, why did you never report it? Why did you never do anything about it? I feel like she's just using that as a scapegoat. Absolutely. Um, And then on top of that, the judge decided to put him in a home by himself Evie, Eve, yeah. Okay, Eve, yeah. Um, They decided to put this child in a home where there were no other children to be on the safe side, which is bullshit. I, I mean, I get it. They should have, instead of jumping to those conclusions, I think they should have done a, an assessment of him got a therapist involved, get get a, a psychiatrist there, monitor him, see what happens, because this woman is trying to drown this child. I really believe that she hates him. Tabitha says, there is a lot of talk that she's making all of this up to punish Russell for escaping. And that's oh, where yeah. I say an escape goat. Like, she's, yeah. none of this is actually true. She's just coming up with something to make the blame get off of her and go on her son. She's trying to blame him you, for his devious behavior. Do you remember, do, do you guys remember the book slash TV series slash movies, Flowers in the Attic? When the Mormon, when these people were very much about the church and like, you know, boys and girls can't be near each other. Boys and girls can't do this. Boys and girls can't do that. Yeah, Megan, you, that's a really good point as well. She said, but 
Ruby always said that they were not allowed to have electronics, so that doesn't even make any sense. She withheld food and electronics from them all the time. So how could he be watching adult films if he wasn't even allowed to have electronics? So that's like a mute point right there. If if investigators in CPS really want to find out what's going on, they should be going and looking at all of her TikToks and looking at her account and seeing that she's withholding food and seeing that she withholds these electronics, and then they can totally wipe out that statement, as they should. They're going to be using it um, against her during this trial. I know that. Um, all right. So now I want to clear some things up, too. But, yes, Flower in the Attics, it reminds me of that. But, anyways, so let's talk about the kids first because I just want to clear this up first and foremost because this needs to be cleared up. So I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I do not feel as though Russell has done anything sexual assault. Has he been inappropriate with his kid sister, his his fellow siblings yes but why because he's acting out reacting to all of the bullshit his mother like i'm gonna be completely honest with you guys i feel like she hates the two youngest so much she looks at them as devil's bond in fact i keep hearing that in her brain it was okay to treat her children this way because they were spawns of devil not it's because they weren't following suit they have been around obviously their siblings like you can see her older kids like when she was gonna throw the son's homework out and this kid was like trying to live his life like it, it's just a messed up situation but i think she hates them the most and i do not feel like russell has sexually assaulted anybody and it is disgusting as a mother to put that out there about your child and she is going to continue to go down this road making these kinds of accusations. In fact, I feel like she's going to make them about the older kids as well. Now, has he done some shit? Yeah, he's a kid. We all do shit. Like, we don't, honestly, as human beings, from what I've learned now that I'm 40 years old, I made a shit ton of mistakes as a kid and a shit ton of mistakes when I was in my 20s. 30s, I started to slow down a lot more on the mistake side of things. But you really don't develop until you hit your 30s. That's how I feel anyway. But, you know, you learn. You learn a lot. Those few first years of your life, there's, there's so much to grasp. These kids have all only known abuse. So... That's what I'm going to say on the kids. Now, the other thing I want to mention on these kids is I do feel like the older kids will be able to obtain custody of these children as well. So I do feel like they will end up staying with family. It's going to be complicated and complex and there's going to be a lot of red tape, but I do feel eventually they will all be reunited eventually again. Now, these little ones, they're very smart. They know what the fuck is going on. They know. Um, I do feel like the kids will be okay. Luckily, they were able to get away from their mother fast enough, so they no longer have to deal with this crap anymore. Okay, so that's the kid side of things. Um, they will come out. Sorry, one more thing. Uh, I do feel like Russell, once he gets older, I don't see it happening now. <clears throat> I would say it'll happen when he's like 18, 19, something like that. But he will come out and talk about everything that happened and I would not be surprised if Jody and um, the mother will have some sort of sexual assault allegations especially Jody 
Jody is the one that's constantly in her ear telling her that these kids are the devil's spawn, by the way, just an FYI, too. And I'm also not completely convinced that the two of them have not hooked up either. I feel like Jody is like completely in love with this psychopath. And both of them are psycho, but I feel like there's been like some sort of love affair there too, somewhere along the lines. But anyway, um, mom is going to get a hard ass penalty, which I'm so glad. Jody's also going to get a, a, a pretty significant penalty as well. But when the case comes out, like when they're going through the trial, holy hell, we're going to learn a lot. There are a lot of things that they will recover from that computer. They were going to recover things from the house. There's um, footage, like video clips, things like that, things they've caught on camera. There's going to be so much that comes out with this trial. This woman will have zero legs to stand on. Same with Jody. Now, let's talk about the dad for a minute, Kevin. So, I get it. He is not present. It makes no sense. None of this makes sense. And for whatever reason, mom's also not talking about dad, only Russell. You know what I mean? Anyway, I do feel like he has some connection to it, but I really feel like him and, and his wife are going through it and they're like together for picture perfect things. But I honestly think that they've, they're not like united. As much as he's trying to unite his family, I just don't feel that way. Uh, I don't feel like he's... I feel like he's also a victim of abuse. I feel like he's the, the, um, the other parent in an abusive relationship. It's kind of how I feel there. And I feel like he's also going to have his own interpretation, but it's going to take him a while before he talks about it. In fact, I feel like he will defend Ruby for quite a while, but eventually he will also open up and say, yeah, I had a lot of shame. I didn't want to do this, this, and the other. And he is going to get a lot of hate back from the public because he will defend his wife for a brief period of time. Yeah, Danielle, I mean... I can understand certain things, uh, you know, certain reasons why somebody may not be able to connect with their own child, uh, but to hate the child. I mean, let's say a woman got raped and, you know, then she got pregnant. She may not connect with that child and that child may be a constant reminder of what she went through. So at that point, you should, you know as hard as it is, give that baby up so you don't put it through that kind of life. Uh, this woman has no reason to be so evil to her children, besides the fact that she's just an evil person. Um, Tabitha says, I remember her saying in one of her videos that the two younger, the two youngest were not behaving and they took Christmas away from them by giving them the present of truth. Uh, yes, I agree. She's totally sick. Yes, the fog does lift from you uh, when you get older. Sometimes. I mean, usually that doesn't really happen for evil people. I, I feel like that usually doesn't happen until they're like on their deathbed and they're now facing death in the face and they have to, like, everybody feels the need to get a priest to repent all of their badness. And that was probably going to be her at that point. She's not going to do anything until that point. Yep, some people are just born poor, pure evil. I agree. I wouldn't be surprised if they were together in some way. Most likely. I do too. I feel bad for the kids. 
definitely for having to have all of this be put out there for the whole public. They're already traumatized enough, and then they now have all of this going on. Yeah, uh, so the channel itself has been taken down by YouTube, but there's a lot of people that have made videos, and it is circulating all over YouTube. So if you look it up, you'll be able to find quite a bit. Most of the shit is really boring. Um, no offense, you know, uh, to the Mormon community on that side of things. Uh, I know that there are great Mormons out there, but this particular woman took it to an extreme. So it's it's bad. It's so bad. But anyways, we're going to find out a lot more than what we already have here. And I wouldn't be surprised. So the kids, the older kids don't want to go on camera, which I understand. They've had this camera thrown in their faces since they were very, very little. They don't want to be on camera, but they will also eventually speak their truth as well. Maybe in a book forum, something will come up. Um, alrighty. So, uh, yeah, that is basically it on the visions on that side of things. Do, 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 do. Alrighty. <clears throat> uh, next topic I wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. She did, uh, speak about like what will happen with Russell. So when this is over, we'll upload it. You can go back and listen to, uh, what she talks about with Russell and what's going to happen with him. But yeah, no, Russell is, Russell's not, uh, just to kind of furthermore discuss about that, Russell's not going to have anything bad happen to him. Like I do see he has a lot of support around him and he's going to, even the people that he's with right now, I feel like they're extremely supportive of him. So I think more and more of that's going to come out, um, but he'll be okay. He's traumatized, of course, but I feel like he'll be able to get back on track. And he's, a, the one thing, the one thing she can say about, like, say about her all her children are they're very very smart they're intelligent so they will make all good choices now moving forward i see absolutely danielle the kids as liz said she does see them maybe getting some sort of therapy and stuff which they definitely are going to need uh after all of this um and then once they get their help they can maybe help other people out of these types of situations and i do see a lot of people um, in some of these uh, different types of religions or religious cults or anything, once they escape out of there, they they eventually, once they feel safe and have gone to therapy, they do want to tell their story. So hopefully they do. Will they eventually sue the mother? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, probably. Uh, so the good thing is, is that when they, the, um, Statue of Limitations does not start until they're 18, I heard, in this particular location. So they can take their time with doing that. Um, I would. I would wait till the very last minute to do it. Just so Absolutely, that, so that they're older and yep, then they can they make, set themselves up. Yep, and make their, and be able to like have a more of an adult brain than a child brain, you know? Yeah, making all the right decisions when they're older and what to do and what they need. Um, because, uh, unfortunately, some of the youngest kids are too young to understand. And they're probably still going to be, you know, what all kids do is still love their parents, you know, like, regardless. And they're going to be like, oh, mom wasn't that bad to me, you know, because they're still very little. Absolutely. All righty. <clears throat> So next thing we're going to talk about is wrestling. Us, our thing. Woohoo. Um okay, so 
as you guys know, we have a dog named Riddle, and he's actually named after this wrestler. And I, it's out there, like TMZ did cover the story, but I don't feel like it's gotten enough um, media. It was kind of just something sl- silently thrown in there, but I caught it. Anyways, Matt Riddle uh, is a WWE superstar. He's on the main roster. He's an awesome wrestler. Yes, he has a very childlike mind and a bit of a drug addict, I would say. Definitely interested in the sex, love, and drugs kind of lifestyle. He's, uh, he's like a hippie. He's, he's like yeah, a surfer, surfer, hippie, surfer kind yeah. of vibe. Yeah. Anyway, so he's had his fair share of interesting drama in his life. But anyways, recently, he was at JFK International Airport. And basically, he reported the Port Authority police to open an... Sorry. He basically reported a sexual assault claim. um, And the Port Authority police, the officers are planning to actually take this on, even though he... Has cut. Now, he just hasn't recanted, but he's kind of like left it be. Basically, in a post, Riddle had claimed he was sexually assaulted by an officer in a. Um, and there is a picture of him. You can go take a look. And basically, he had said that he was saying no. He went on to say the officer went out of their way to make him feel small and useless, though he didn't go into much detail about the actual act. Um, he is basically putting it out there that this person had sexually assaulted him. And apparently they've never had any issues with this guy before. And then Riddle had posted something saying he's never going to be going back to this airport again. Now, I genuinely do believe that he was sexually assaulted. Uh, This police officer kind of had this attitude of like, oh, you celebrities and your cocky asshole attitude. I'm just going to make it worse for you. And I feel like he triggered Riddle, which I don't think he even knows who Riddle is because Riddle is somebody who loves to talk and he will say things, you know what I mean? And he's a, he is a little bit cocky, I guess he would be. Um, but I think he's deserved it. He's worked really hard at his career. But anyway, um, I'm, I really do believe that this cop did sexually assault him. Um, it was like, I'm thinking he grabbed his package or something. Like, you know, when you're patting people down and doing security checks. No, I think the dude like fully groped him and was like feeling him. And I think Riddle told him to stop. And I think the dude didn't do it anymore. Like, I think the dude continued to do it. And then eventually he stopped. But he didn't expect him to go out there and tell people. And I think that this officer has done this before. Now, maybe they're not releasing that information to the public. Because it did say that there were never any incidences with him before. But I'm thinking there might have been. Maybe just something quietly hidden. Because why are they so gun-ho on even though Riddle's like trying to drop it to do an investigation on it. Right? So I'm I'm really feeling that it happened and I feel bad for him but he's he's macho kind of guy so I think he'll kind of push it under the rug but I do feel like he may eventually talk about it in further detail and there may even be a minor not necessarily a court case, but there might be some sort of legal proceeding surrounding this. They probably will do mediation or something. 
so that it doesn't go to trial. They'll try to settle before Dude, it does that. Dude, probably loses job type of thing. Yeah, like, he'll probably get compensated. Riddle will get compensated. Dude will lose his job, and they'll, like, force him to retire early or something, and then that'll be that. But they'll probably do mediation because they're not going to want to go uh, to put it on trial and put it out there to the public and have a whole spiel about it. Riddle is going to have a lot of media attention in not the best way. He might do some lewd acts. I wouldn't put it past him, uh, but it doesn't take away from the fact that this did happen to him. So I stand by what I say. I believe you, Riddle, Matt Riddle. We believe you. I, I, I see it. You, yeah, you're cocky and arrogant and so many other wonderful qualities about you, but I know for a fact that you are not lying, sir. Alrighty. We are going to now move on to the last part, which is going to be about Ashton and Mila Kunis. So, as you guys know, um, recently, uh, what's his name? His Math, Math, Masterson? What's his first name? I can never remember. Uh, yeah, th- that guy. I want to keep saying his, like, show name. Exactly, Hyde. So, anyways, we'll just refer to him as that for the time being at the moment. Basically, obviously, this man is now facing Danny. Thank you. Thank you, guys. He's he's facing um, 30 years in prison, basically, for uh, sexually raping women. And uh, it's a pretty intense case. If you have ever gotten an opportunity to look into that, I highly would recommend it because dude almost got off on this because, like, you know, uh, they threw it out before. They couldn't come to a decision. What's that called? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a hung jury. Something, Something happened in that regard. But anyways... Yes, there was something that happened where he, they weren't able to make decisions, so they they ended up do the 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 other side ended up taking it again, and now he's facing this time in jail. So obviously, Mila and um, Ashton decided to write these supporting letters to him, and I mean, I get it. The world is shocked because of what Ashton does. Like he is somebody who is trying to get these sexual sex rings under wraps and like pull them out and get the, the what do you call it oh my goodness his software that he has going on for it so it's it's disturbing to say the least I will say this I genuinely believe that so let's look at it this way Ashton and Mila and the whole rest of the cast from that 70s show have spent what a decade together doing that show they were really young still when they did that show so everyone from that show is like family to them and so when this case came about these two were kind of pushed and pressured to do this and I know that it went against both of their own feelings on the situation but I feel like they did it and I feel like they've regretted it now. I even feel like they regretted it even before 
it was put out to the public that they wrote these letters of support for him. Um, I know that there's some suspicion about something surrounding Ashton. I haven't gotten really the chance to really look into that part, but I don't think he's done anything wrong. I do feel like they were lewd, you know, they were kids, they would hump the air and do weird shit, but I just don't see that anything else took place. So I, I feel like the other cast members are fine. The other cast members going to come forward. Uh, like I know Kitty also was somebody who wrote a letter of support. Same with the husband. He was a, he did a letter of support. Uh, so was the, um, you remember Friends? The show Friends and the Kitty, whoever she marries, like uh, Phoebe's brother. He also wrote a letter of support, and there were a few other people too. So, like, I, I'm believing that all of them just genuinely believe that he didn't do this or that he's not capable of it. I don't believe that any of them believe he was actually capable of doing this. So, I think they're all on that train alongside of him. Now, Ashton and Mila, I do feel like they do see and know a darker side to him. So I think that they are aware that, yeah, it's possible. Maybe they don't 100% believe it, but they do believe that he's capable of it. <sighs> and I know that this is bad. It looks bad. It's terrible. It's going to be a bit of a setback on his um, his technology, his software, but I do feel like eventually they'll be able to let go of this and continue to carry on without having these stains of this bullshit. Um, if I was like Danny, I mean, he should have just gone down on the ship on his own. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he I, they screwed up they, and they know it. They're, they're human. They made a mistake. So I feel like they will make up for their mistakes later on. I know it's bad, but I see that they realize that much more now. And I'm glad that they came out and talked about it, but I think that they didn't really um, expect so much backlash on them. And I feel like they were kind of nervous talking about it as well, because I think that the whole uh, That 70s Show family told them not to do that. So it's it's bad, but I do feel like they'll get back to like a better place. <sighs> Let's see what you guys wrote now. <laughs> I saw that Topher Gray spoke out against Danny recently. Yes, I had seen that, and so did Christina Ricci, I believe, also spoke out. When people say they never would just because you think you know somebody, absolutely, Danielle. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And it's these people, it's going to bite them in the ass. I mean, does the, the new that 70s show, is it still kicking? Like the new one that that where the they're the grandparents, is it still going? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that may get canceled because of this backlash. Something may happen. So some it, this is not just a small consequence at all at the moment. So they will think twice about doing shit like this in the future. <sighs> I feel I feel awkward about it because, like, I'm disappointed, obviously, in Ashton and Mila for what took place. But I also know that we all make mistakes as humans. So I do feel like they will make up for it later. But I also feel like 
I do want to mention something on this Danny Masterson situation. So they are going to be appealing, obviously, because, I mean, he got 30 years, which everyone was extremely shocked about. Uh, but I do feel like he's going to be able to get some of that time shaved off. Um, and I also feel like he will get something like good behavior options and he's going to have some things, some perks to it. So I personally feel like he's going to end up being in jail for maybe 15 years, 16 years, but I don't feel like he's going to do the full 31 years. So, yeah. So that, now, did you guys have any questions about that? Now, what about the Scientology plays into it? Um, Danielle, can you tell me what you're referring to? I did not hear about that part of it. Would you ever do an episode about Scientology? Oh, boy. Yeah, maybe sometime down the line for sure. I thought he was with the group. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I, I, I had seen a very short clip about something with Scientology surrounding this, but I just, I didn't know if there was more detail to it. Um, I'll look into that later and maybe we'll talk about that on the next live so that way I'm better prepared for it but there was like a lot especially with the Ruby Frank side of things I had spent a lot of my time focusing on that um, particular situation he is because Leanne Remy said something about him mm, okay well, I'm definitely going to have to look into that. Oh, my God, Tom Cruise. You guys, so Tom Cruise, I don't know what my affiliation with Tom Cruise was, but I don't know what happened. So here, this is, maybe you guys can help me out with this one here. So years and years and years ago, this was like, I was like 25, 26, something like that. My daughter was pretty young. But anyways, I had this weird dream that I was at Disney World. And I was hanging out with my family, uh, and all of a sudden, I see Tom Cruise. And I hated Tom Cruise from this point. Like, I hated him at that point. I was like, what the hell? I don't want to see him. Anyways, dude comes up to me. He's like, I need you to save my daughter. I'm like, what? And, like, in my dream, he was, like, really, really nice and, like, generous and helpful and charming. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, so I... I was, I became okay with Tom Cruise for a while and I did help save his daughter. And it was a running joke in my friends. Like I'd be like, I saved his daughter and people would be like, what the hell? Anyway, um, Tom Cruise though, when looking into him now, oh boy, what a, a nut. <laughs> we will one day cover Tom Cruise now. I'll, I, oh my God. But anyways, I don't know why I had that weird dream, but it's something I always remembered. Oh, I don't like him either. I would, with me, I was more so just joking about my Tom Cruise obsession. I would just say, yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise are good. I, I saved his kid. But yeah, no, I, I can't even. Like, his kid was like two or three at the time when I saved her. We'll need a whole hour on that topic, right? 
He was a nut when he jumped on Oprah's couch. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that, too. I remember watching that. And I'll remember watching the Scream movie later on where they kind of, like, made fun of it, too. And then, like, he ripped off Oprah's hands. And anyways, I thought that was too funny. He does. He does look like a douche. He is. Like, and you know what? His He's not even there for his daughter in any capacity. Like, he's not even trying to be there for her. And it's just messed up. It's messed up. You know, it's so funny because I love the damn Mission Impossible movies. But, like, because of him, like, when I was a kid, I used to watch them all the time. I, like, loved them. But because he's in them now, it's like, oh, God, I don't want to see that. He's a good actor, though. Yeah, he's he's definitely a good actor. A lot of actors are quite kooky. I think it's because Katie and his daughter left Scientology. He isn't allowed to talk to them now. I mean, okay, like, I get that you're all about your religion, but your your kids and your family should be first. Like, oh, I can't talk to you because my religion says so. How about bye? I get it. I get that people are like, no, that's that's totally messed up. I would, I, no, no, thank you. That's fucked up. Scientology is a cult. Yes, yes it is. There are a lot of cults, though. There are. Like, even, like, this Ruby Frank person, like, even her church situation, I really feel that there is a lot of cult-related things that friend of hers, a.k.a. lesbian life partner, in my opinion, um, Jody also has very, like, cult-like things going on in the background, too. It's this show, kind of like the Duggars, was brought to make look like, hey, this shit is normal. See us living our normal life? This isn't weird. It's hilarious. I'm going to be so mad at my daughter for getting um, paint, um, nail polish all over the floor that I'm going to take away nail polish for a month for her, even though, you know, she just wanted to put the nail polish on. And yeah, I get it. It's a pain in the ass. But you're going to punish a freaking baby, a child for like a whole month? Like, come on, the hell out of here. I don't know. She's crazy, too. I like to know what God tells people, cut your own flesh and blood. Me, you cut off your own flesh and blood, right? Supposedly, my grandma was into it for a while. Sometimes, like, people will, people will position cults like it's not a bad thing. Like, they'll position it like, oh, uh, look at this wonderful family and group of people we have here come and hang out and they've got a bunch of perks they try to pull you in and then they start going oh you're not allowed to do this that and the other like they it's like the gingerbread house with like Hansel and Gretel they make it all nice and yummy and it's how they get you <laughs> But yeah, that's basically what we got for you guys today. Um, we are going to be recording tonight the uh, Lisa, baby Lisa Irwin episode. It is going to be a little bit on the longer side because I got a lot of information. I will not be disclosing where I feel baby Lisa Irwin is. Um, I will disclose it to the family 
if they decide to reach out to me, uh, it's up to them. I've had a few family members now reach out to me. So uh, if they want to, I'll reveal that to them and them only. But uh, I will be describing a lot of things and I think will be helpful to the case. Uh, I'm excited because it makes sense. So this is going to be a really good episode. I like the uh, happier child-related ones. No children deaths in this one, which is nice. And then uh, West Mesa, uh, or sorry, West Mesa. I pronounced that wrong forever. It's West Mesa. I will be working on that one next. Um, I'm actually supposed to be working on it today. I just haven't had the time yet, but I'm pretty sure I'll get to it Thursday. I need Podbean to fix the issue so I can listen, right, Missy? It's actually bullshit. I am so angry with them, too, with this crap. Like, let's get going, guys. Let's upgrade the system. Let's get it going. I get it. It takes some time sometimes, but shit, enough's enough already. I'm glad you're not giving up or getting discouraged from the comments. Uh, you know, Danielle, sadly enough, I am getting used to it. Um... I'm a little bit of a hothead, so I react before anything else. Um, but uh, for me, I learned my lesson right away with this situation with, um, oh my goodness, what's his name? What the hell? Ryan Larson, thank you. I learned my lesson, so I'm not going to just assume that it's part of the family. In fact, I'm going to start leaving the hate comments because... Now I'm starting to think, hey, these hate comments might be people like trying to stop me from doing these episodes, right? So I'm not going to stop at all. And then the woman that came after me on the pod bean situation, that was what a wackadoo. Like what a wackadoo. I, I, for me, I was like, wow, I wish I had this much time in my life. No, I don't wish, but like I wish I had enough time in my life to do other things but like to spend so much time hating on somebody that you're literally listening to their podcast because you're just sitting there laughing about it like uh, it just it 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 drives me nuts but getting used to it and uh i i'm finding things to be entertaining now <laughs> uh yeah i've had some pretty interesting things like and the other thing i want to mention here just in case you know our haters are listening but um, for those of you who are like hardcore Liz and Landon fans, we have, me and Landon, uh, when we first met, like, that was the thing, that was the thing that like kind of drew each other to each other. Like, so he, I told him about his tattoo and blah, blah, blah. We know that story. But after that, he and I would talk and he's like, yeah, I have my own abilities and stuff. And then from there, Landon became my first <laughs> and only uh, student, I would say. Uh, I became his mentor, and I gifted him a deck of cards, one of my special cards, and I said, here, start practicing, and then he did. And he liked me so much that I was like, yeah, you're going to come do readings on live with me? And he'd be like, okay. And he would. And then we would do psychic parties together and he would help me do the readings as well. He, we would do readings together. So 
Fun fact, we used to do that all the time. So anyone who has no idea about that, you just found out a little bit more. So yes, Landon didn't just all of a sudden become a psychic. Landon has always had this ability. He just prefers not to use it in the way that I do. Definitely do not want to use it in the way that you use it. I would lose my ever-living mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't have to explain it at all. I just, I'm, I like, I always tell people facts and truth, you know, just in case they screw up or they don't know or they don't understand something. I always like to kind of share bits and pieces of things they may not necessarily know about. And, um... The other thing that really messes with me, too, is, like, I've been in abusive relationships. Like, my last, my, my ex-marriage, like, my previous marriage, I was in a very short marriage. We were to, we got together in 2017, and we were, like, divorced by 2019, no, 2020. So, we had a very short lived relationship we were only married from 2016 till 2020 but like not not together but anyway I left this person this abusive person and when people try to insinuate something about Landon it really pisses me off because I hate rumors starting about things because he's not at all an aggressive person in fact of the two of us I'm more of the aggressor in the relationship not that I'm aggressive but I it it's the complete opposite. So Landon cuts me off sometimes. I cut him off sometimes. That's just how we communicate. We've always been that way. And we're not doing it in a bad way. He'll just, he'll, he's trying to give me a break and I need a break. And then sometimes I have to say something before I forget it. And then I'll cut him off. That's, that's all it's about. But that's our style. It's how we are. And uh, he's Portuguese. <laughs> he's Portuguese. Oh, my God. He's Italian. I'm Portuguese. That's that's our culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are. We have, like, a really special relationship. Like, we are and each other's best friends. And sometimes you just don't stop talking and I want to say something. And if I don't, like, <laughs> insert myself in there, I'll never be able to say it. You'll just keep going sometimes. <laughs> yep, I'm learning. I'm learning to pause, I promise. You guys remind me of my wife and I. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we, we've got a, good, we got a thing, good thing going on here. So it's nice. It's a nice balance. We both came from extremely toxic relationships. So now it's like, like Landon's was one extreme, like, you know, uh, 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 cheating wife got pregnant with somebody else's kid type of situation. And then cost Landon was the only one working and he, she would accuse him constantly of cheating, you know, and then me, it was like the total opposite where I had somebody who just had no voter motivation in, in any capacity and was, extremely verbally abusive to me and my child and then on top of that was um uh, an addict not an addict gosh I mean how about this a gambling addict that's what I'll say so he was addicted to gambling and he would spend my money like at the casino like left right and center like he would take it out of the machine and just spend like spend 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 he didn't care if it was the last 20 dollars one time I went to the hotel the casino and he like 
I was like, okay, if you're going in there, make sure to just leave at least $40 for gas. Cause I would go with him. Cause like, what else am I going to do? And, Cause I was stupid back then. But anyways, um, and I'd be like, hey, just make sure you leave like $40 of gas. Cause we drove all the way out here. We got to make sure we get home. And then he would spend that too. And then I'd be praying that, oh my God, let's get this car home. Like we've been through it. So the two of us being together, we appreciate each other much more because we've both had such dramatic previous relationships. My husband and I also do that. I will literally forget if I don't cut him off or he cuts me off. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah, we would. Oh yeah. When anyone comes for Landon in the comments, I go off. I don't care. I'm like, that's, that's my line in the sand. I cannot handle that in any capacity. My kid or my husband, don't, don't screw with it. Even my brother-in-law, like Josh, Josh is really important to me too. (laughs) Lose all your shit. Yep. Oh yeah. And it's entertaining because I am, I have a quick tongue. So I can insult people like there's no tomorrow. I am very good at comebacks. Like, throw something at me, I'm going to come back at you ten times harder. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to go get my dinner on. Landon just made these beautiful steak, Philly steak sandwiches. And I think he's got French fries going, too. It smells delicious in here. Um, So I'm going to go enjoy that. And um, yeah, I'm probably going to be going live on TikTok at some point tonight, too, to say hello. All right, guys, have a good night. Bye.